Good morning and welcome to the podcast for Wednesday the 19th of August. It's really good that you can join us today and hopefully this reflection on Psalm 34 will help us as we prepare to face all the challenges that this week will present. Let us pray. Creator of all, sustainer of all, saviour of all, Your glory and majesty are beyond our understanding. Your power too awesome to behold. And your love enfolds us forever and always as a gentle breeze. We bless your holy name. As we come before you in worship, we thank you for the opportunity, for the freedom to be amongst your family. Meeting together wherever we are today, always in the warmth of your embrace. We thank you that in worship we can put aside all the uncertainties of this world and we can rest upon the certainties of the kingdom and your promises to us. For your promises are not changeable and go against all that changes in our world and in our life. In you, we can depend. Lord, thank you that we can bring to you all the honest emotions of our hearts, all the hurts and fears that trouble us, and we can leave them with you, knowing that your strength and assurance are what we can take away from the time that we spend in your company, in prayer and in worship. Thank you that we are transformed in this time, Lord, we ask today that you forgive us our timidity, our reluctance to speak loudly your name, to share our faith. Forgive us our invisibility in a world that needs people to stand up and proclaim the need for justice wherever it does not exist. Forgive our lack of faith. Lord, we thank you for your mercy. And may the words of the psalmist today always remind us of how much we can rely on you and that in you we find our strength. Amen. Let's hear the words of Psalm 34. And today I'm reading from the NRSV edition. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Look to him and be radiant so your faces shall never be ashamed. The poor soul cried, and was heard by the Lord, and was saved from every trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in him. O fear the Lord, you his holy ones, for those who fear him will have no want. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. 
Which of, your which of you desires life and covets many days to enjoy good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are upon their cry. The face of the Lord is against evildoers to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord rescues them all. He keeps all their bones, not one of them will be broken. Evil brings death to the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Amen. This psalm is certainly a classic. I think verses 4 and 5 are perhaps the crux on which the psalm sits. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. Now there are many blockbuster promises in the Bible, uh, but I certainly think that promise in verses 4 and 5 is up there with the best of them. Here in this psalm, David is modelling for us what we can do when we are afraid and he shows us that we can indeed rely on God. It's as if David is giving us a front row seat, not just us, but anyone who goes through a time of challenge in life. What do we do? We come to God in our darkest hour and we know that we can rely on him. It's awful when someone near to us goes through a time of challenge. I've never liked the word trial, as many of you know. I don't think that God ever puts us to the test. But I think we can understand what it feels like to be in a time of challenge when the period of time that we exist in is just a difficult one. Watching, journeying with a loved one through such times is very hard. But isn't there something quite remarkable, something quite comforting about seeing someone who is going through a difficult time, a time of challenge, but surviving it and indeed sort of blossoming as they come out of it? It can offer us, as onlookers, hope. A hope that we would be as courageous, as comforted, and as reliant on God as that other person, if it ever came our time to experience the same or a different type of difficulty in our life. Have you ever been in that situation, witnessing how well someone has managed a situation that to all intents seems impossibly hard to cope with? We might say to ourselves, I'm glad I'm not in their shoes, or... What would I do if that was me? Watching what God can do for people, other people, can and should give us tremendous hope. Rather than making us feel that we are not as strong or we are not as faithful, what we can learn from such a situation is that if that other person can do it, then why not me? You might ask, Hope in what? 
hope that faith in God will be strong enough to look after me in that kind of difficulty. David in Psalm 34 was a reliable witness that God is faithful to us in our darkest hour. So let's take a closer look at the promise. It's clear in this psalm that David was speaking from a backdrop of himself being in trouble and quite fearful. We know from 1 Samuel chapter 21 that at this time in his life, David was running, running for his life away from King Saul. And what makes his predicament so remarkable is that David had established himself as a brave warrior who was loyal to the king. He initially sealed his fame by courageously defeating the giant named Goliath, armed with nothing but a slingshot. Now, however, David was a fugitive in his enemy Goliath's hometown of Gath, surviving only by pretending to be a crazy person. Uh, and you might know the, the image of him, uh, complete with drool running down his bearded face. In an unjust turn of events, he had gone from hero to zero. He was in trouble. So what did David do? Well, he sought the Lord. We discovered that at verse 4 of the psalm. Now, it's interesting that he didn't turn to his friends or his other resources. He turned to God. And based on David's others, uh, other prayers for help that we encounter in the book of Psalms, we can guess that David asked God for specific and indeed practical help. But the astounding thing that is noted in this psalm is that God answered. We shouldn't miss this. The God who created all that is answered a man calling for help. And God delivered what he needed most. Peace. The way David writes it, every single one of his fears disappeared. God delivered him from his fears. Isn't that amazing? Now notice that God didn't fix David's predicament. No, the circumstances that threatened to destroy him, destroy his faith, his hope and courage were likely still to be there. But something had changed and it was how David was able to deal with those circumstances because of what God was doing to his heart. God delivered something else as well. The psalm also explains that David knew joy and vindication. David testifies that those who look to God for help are so changed on the inside that others can see it on the outside. He says they are radiant and their faces are never covered in shame. Now, we call that demeanour. And the demeanour of someone who knows that peace can be so noticeable in others who observe them. Considering David's humiliation, his fall from grace, with drill running down his beard, this is quite a testimony to say that others could see in his demeanour 
a man of faith and strength, filled with hope, but ultimately a man who knew peace even in his unsettling times. Despite his circumstances, David, we're told, was radiant with joy and unashamed because God was on his side. In the New Testament, Paul summarised the believer's confidence very well in Romans chapter 8. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? I love the absolutes in these promises. And sometimes in our Western faith, we don't like to appear cocky and sure and overly confident. Even in our faith, we almost think that that actually gives the church and it gives faith and it gives Christians a bad name uh, to be coming across as so sure of things. But maybe sometimes we underplay that confidence and assurance that we should have in faith because we let God speak to us, speak into our hearts and importantly, speak his promise and his love into all the situations that we face in life. When we look to God, he answers. He helps us find a way to cope. So much so that others might gawk and say, my, how well that person is doing. And might ask, where does such strength come from? Today in David Sam, we are reminded where that strength comes from. God. Now perhaps in our life just now, there is a particular fear that we might have about something that we are facing, a difficulty that we are coping with. Well, let's turn to this psalm then today. Let's remind ourselves that when David sought the Lord in his difficulty, God answered and David knew a peace in his heart. Amen. Please join me in a final prayer and blessing. Lord, we thank you for the lesson today that when we are going through a difficult time, a time of challenge, we can turn to you and we can know your peace, a peace that is a reminder that you're with us in every time of life. Lord, we pray in particular for the young people, those who are travelling that difficult journey after the exam result fiasco. We know that for school pupils and for students, it's a difficult time and we pray your peace upon them. We also pray for everybody who's involved in education, from teachers to university admission officers to lecturers to all who are trying to help bring some comfort to the young people of our society. We give thanks once again for the key workers of our community, those who are caring for people in hospital and in nursing homes. Lord, for all of us, we are entering into an anxious time as lockdown measures are lifted in some areas. We know that there is a threat to health. 
uh, because of the increased likelihood of coming into contact with others. So watch over all in society. And Lord, as we look to the future, we know that we can do so confident in your presence in our life. So bless us and may the blessing of the quiet earth uphold us and strengthen us. May the blessing of the wind that blows inspire us and excite us. May the blessing of the fire that burns warm us and refine us. May the blessing of the water that flows delight us and refresh us. The blessing of the God of life, whom we come to know in Christ himself and who lives with us always through that same spirit, be ours today and always. Amen.